What Does That Even Mean is a podcast produced by the Octavia Fields Library with the support of the Friends of the Octavia Fields Library. The information in this podcast is intended for educational purposes, not for financial or legal advice. To learn more about Octavia Fields Library and the Harris County Public Library and to find more content like this, follow us on Twitter at Octavia Fields or on Facebook and Instagram at Octavia Fields Library. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to episode three of What Does That Even Mean? My name is Nicole and I'm here with Gabby. And today we're talking, well, Gabby, what are we talking about today? Today we're talking about finances, Nicole. Do I know what I'm talking about? Not so much, but I did a lot of research for this episode, so I'm hoping it's good stuff. Which kind of goes back to what we said, like, I think in our first episode where we're like, uh, nobody knows the answers to these questions. Like, nope. we had to do a lot of... Yes, we do a lot of research because we want to give you correct information, and we don't always know. Because these are not things that you grow up, you don't go to school. You don't learn this in school, unfortunately, anymore. Unfortunately, I do go to school. But no, this is not what they teach you yeah, in school. Yeah, they don't. They don't teach that anymore. So kids literally graduate from high school not knowing what a bank account is, not knowing that credit cards are not infinite founts of money yeah. there for your disposal. Credit cards are something you need to learn about like right away because you yep. get... Like you turn 18 and you're like, oh man, free money. That's going to be great. And yep. it... Uh, it's not it's not free it's money. not free money actually you have to pay for that money yes over time yes and it and we'll talk about that today so uh today's episode like i said is all about finances also let's take a moment to talk about open enrollment oh yeah so the um affordable care act or the aca uh it provides a public health option for everybody who is a United States citizen and mm -hmm. some people who are permanent residents. You can find more information about that by going to healthcare.gov. But if you sign up online to create an account, it's free. Mm -hmm. um, most people, if you make under a certain amount a year, you will uh, receive a pretty substantial credit to your monthly payment for insurance. But also they have a bunch of plans that are uh, what are called catastrophic plans where basically like if you get hospitalized and those are free monthly but if you don't receive health insurance through your job especially right now in the mm -hmm. coronavirus pandemic that might be an open that open enrollment period the period that you have to sign up mm -hmm. ends on december 15th mm -hmm. so you want to make sure you get that deadline in that way you don't get caught out without health insurance and then yes. you end up with and it's, it's very user-friendly. There's a questionnaire. Oh, yeah, you easy. fill out all the questions as honestly as possible, and they'll they'll give you your option. And um, we'll touch a little bit about on about healthcare in the sixth episode, so a little yeah. ways down the line when we talk about personal oh. health. Yeah, we wanted, But the open enrollment ends on December 15th. We wanted to get that out. Apologies so friendly, on the scheduling. Friendly <laughs> reminder. <laughs> also, can we say that we're super happy that every vote counted? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, like, not to go back to what we talked about last episode, but like, remember what we talked about where we said every vote yep. counted? Yep. What, what was the margin for Georgia coming down? Uh, I think it was like 0.2 at one point. 0.2%. Yeah, and I think that's like only a couple thousand votes. Mm -hmm. um, same I think for it was, Pennsylvania. It was down to a thousand votes at one point. Yeah. It was like a thousand point difference, or not point, but Person. a thousand vote difference. Yeah, difference between the two candidates. So just goes to show 
just because you, you know, you don't have that mentality of it doesn't matter. It does matter. Every vote counted. All right, so let's go ahead and uh, jump on in, I guess. We'll start with, where do I begin? Finances, what is that? <laughs> yeah, finances, what are those? <laughs> I, don't, right. I don't know anything. I keep my money under a mattress <laughs> in my bed. Gabby, <laughs> where do I begin? I've uh, heard that that's not the best way to keep my money. No, so I do wanna start by saying that I used for doing the, the bulk of this research, a website called investopedia.com. So that's I-N-V-E-S-T-O-P-E-D-I-A.com. They were founded in 1999 and they adhere to the guidelines on disclosure set by the Federal Trade Commission. And I'll read you a quote from their website. We aim to reflect the perspectives of all ethnicities, gender identities, generations, sexual orientation, and socioeconomic backgrounds in our content to ensure that we are elevating and empowering those with different points of view and serving all of our diverse readers. So this is why I pulled a lot of the information from there because I felt like they were giving me really good information that didn't matter who I was. Oh, good. Okay. All right. So we're going to start with bank accounts. What is a bank account? Yeah. My mom told me that I should get a bank account so I don't start, so I stop like shoving my money under my mattress. <laughs> so like I need to, I need to sign up for one of those. Okay. So um, a bank is basically a financial institution that's backed by the federal government and is licensed to receive deposits and to create loans. So we're going to mm -hmm. talk a little bit more about loans um, in a little while, but uh, a bank is going to be a place where you can put your money. So instead of putting it on your mattress, you can put it into this financial institution. Money deposited in your bank is used to lend to others for long-term loans like car loans, credit cards, and mortgages. So basically, it's a pool. Everybody puts their money into the bank, and because you hopefully are using the bank to save your money, you're not gonna need all of it at one time. So then what the bank does is they use that money to back other people's money okay. and to create loans. The goal of the bank is to create a profit for its owners, obviously, because they are a business like any other place. Who owns the bank, you say? Yes, who owns the bank? <laughs> the shareholders. Okay. There are different types of banks, commercial, investment, and re retail. Commercial or corporate banks provide specialty services to their business clients from small business owners all the way to large corporate entities. Okay, so that's not the bank that I want to put my money no. in. No. Okay. Unless... Unless my unless, side business... Yeah, unless uh, you have a side hustle. <laughs> yeah, selling garden gnomes takes off. Those are so creepy. Don't like those. There's also investment banks that focus on helping corporations with complicated business stuff like mergers and acquisitions. Does okay. That, do you think you want to... Maybe one of those banks? No? No. Well, <laughs> I, I'm not set to... My garden gnome business isn't set to merge with the flamingo business until like 2022. So. Okay. Yeah. After the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> and then the last option here are retail banks. So used by the common Joe Schmo. So me. Yeah. yeah, you. Yeah, you and your garden gnomes. <laughs> they do checking and savings accounts, loans, and mortgage. Uh, they also do car financing and other types of loans. Most large retail banks kind of do all three. Okay, so there is another type of option, which I'm not as familiar with, but I think mm -hmm. you may be. Well... So I'll let you talk about that. I've heard, because I don't have a bank account and all my money is stored under my mattress, <laughs> that there are these things called credit unions. Okay. Yeah. So a credit union is a type of financial cooperative that uh, from the front, it seems very similar to a bank. 
So like you walk into a credit union mm -hmm. and they do the same thing. You know, you can deposit cash, you can, they have ATMs for you to use, there's tellers and stuff, but it's a little bit different how it works. Um, so some are really, uh, usually the credit unions are places where a common interest is shared by the people who have accounts in it. Mm -hmm. Um, so like Harris County Federal Credit Union, mm -hmm. like we have for county employees, we have our like own. our own credit mm -hmm. union, but they, they opened it up. There's also TDECU, which is really big here in Texas because that's the Texas Dow Employees Credit Union. And originally it was for Dow Chemical employees but now it's opened up mm -hmm. and uh you know anybody can get an account there and the way that you get an account is that you basically purchase a share mm -hmm. usually shares are pretty like inexpensive it's like five dollars to purchase a share and that's basically a fee to open your account right mm -hmm. so is that fee like a reoccurring fee no 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 you just okay. go in and ah. you say like hey i want to open my account and you know if you're eligible to open because some are closed mm -hmm. groups so if you're eligible you can they'll say okay well you have to put in five dollars into this account and that's your share mm -hmm. credit unions are the main difference from banks is that credit unions are not for profit enterprise enterprises okay. that means that's a little bit different than nonprofit. okay but um credit unions in and of themselves do not make money other than what they need to continue operating costs okay credit unions generally offer lower uh rates on loans and uh, higher rates on savings accounts so when we get to interest we'll talk a little bit more about that they also have more atm locations as well because basically they all share atm you know they don't need to make money so they don't have as many ATM restrictions as say Bank of America would. Because at Bank of America, if you try to withdraw money from like, you can't withdraw money from like a, a Chase ATM. And if you do draw withdraw money from an ATM that isn't like Chase or whatever, like you end up uh, incurring a fee. Mm -hmm. The main drawback for a credit union is that they don't have very many physical locations. Mm -hmm. Like again, they're not nationwide. No, some of them, some, 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 of, some of them are, yeah, but um, most of them aren't. <clears throat> um, they're very regional. So Harris County Federal Credit Union, again, only has one location mm -hmm. in downtown. Mm -hmm. So credit unions might be, depending on what you want, if you really want um, in-person service, then you might go with a bank. But credit unions generally, because they don't have to make money other mm -hmm. than their operating costs, they don't have to worry. They um, don't have shareholders that they are making profits um, for right that they have to report to and show yes. you know actual the, the people who have <clears throat> accounts are the shareholders mm -hmm. which is a little bit different than banks because banks are traded on the stock market mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, which is what we talk about when shareholders like when you buy stock in a bank you are purchasing a share mm -hmm. but if you have a credit union you're just your account makes you a shareholder mm -hmm. your account is your share yeah okay so we talked about banks and the different types of banks, and then we talked about credit unions, but we still haven't talked about actually opening a checking account. So uh -huh. what is a checking account? I don't know. Okay. All my money is under my mattress. <laughs> still under your mattress. Okay, so a checking account is an account that you open at a bank where you deposit your money, and you can literally write checks off of that account. So, okay. so checks? Yeah, checks. So checks are, um, people don't use checks. Uh, almost at all, but this is where this comes from. <laughs> I I remember writing checks. I oh don't my God. write okay. checks. Like, I remember um, <laughs> uh, 
like right i remember my parents writing checks <laughs> yeah like i wrote checks uh, for the longest time when i moved out on my own mm-hmm. i wrote checks um for my rent right because uh the complexes that i lived at were still allowing their um tenants to write a personal check versus getting a money order so i can, let me talk about that real quick nowadays it's so much more convenient because you can just pay it online. Like I pay my, my, my rent online now, but before that I did live in a, in a complex that required me to submit a money order. So what that means is that I would use my checking account, withdraw money from my checking account, go to the store, buy the actual uh, money order. So basically like what it is, is you bring your card, either your debit card, yeah. which is the card that's associated with your checking right. account. Allegedly, I've heard because I don't have one. Um, <laughs> or uh, you would bring cash yeah. which, to the store. And yes. It's which like is, Walmart does it. Kroger does it. But it's just, it's counterintuitive or, or counterproductive. Because why would you put your money into this account where it's secure, mm-hmm. where you're not going to have to worry about count carrying, you know, mm-hmm. possibly a thousand plus dollars in your wallet to then go turn around and buy it at the store and possibly have it stolen from you. Like anybody can cash a money order. It's just like a check, except it's secured funds because you had to use it. You can't purchase money orders with a credit card. If you endorse it, like you write who it's from, which nobody does that anyway. So, um, or write who it's Mm -hmm. to on Mm -hmm. the money order. Um, but like when you go into Kroger, you tell them, hey, I need a money order for a thousand dollars. And usually they'll be like, okay, that's a thousand dollars and 69 cents because yeah. they make money off of that little charge. Right. So depending on uh, how high the money order is, like if we're getting into the, like the thousands, then the charge goes up. Right. So like for the first thousand, I think it's like 69 cents or something like that. And then after that, every $500 or something is an extra dollar or something. So just be aware that there are fees for that. Yeah, if you Which, happen again. to be a teenager who <laughs> our target audience who has $3,000 on hand and you need a money order. Um. Well, you know, you could be required to get a money order if you're putting a down payment on a car. Yes. Okay, so checking account. Back to that. Yeah. So you put your money into this account and you can write a personal check. Mm-hmm. which a lot of people don't do that anymore because you can yeah, have your check stolen. <laughs> also, it's like really easy to lose. It and is. And it's just like, also it's paper, which it is, is just just ridiculous. Like it, it's such a hassle to have to write a check. So yeah. most of the time now though, you're not going to have checks no. because you get what Nicole was referring to earlier as no a child has ever seen <laughs> as a debit card. So a debit card in theory works similarly to right. a check, but it's much faster. So you have an option to um, use your debit card as debit, where you enter your PIN code, which is your password. It's my birthday. Yeah. No, it's not. It's not my birthday. Don't steal my identity, but like, I'm just saying. It's It's 000. (laughs) It's a number password. It's a numerical password that you enter that's specific to you. You want to make sure you protect it so that someone doesn't end up stealing your card has your numerical password. Yeah, don't write it on the back or put it on a sticky on the front or anything nonsensical like that. Because if they have your debit card and they have your PIN code, they basically have your money. So just be very careful with that. Now, like I said, so you can run the card as debit, which pulls money automatically. It's like cash, but it's virtual cash. Think of it that way. It's up in the ether. Yeah, So it's in the cloud. It's in the cloud, it's money in the cloud. Or you can run it as credit. 
Mm-hmm. I guess if you want to run it as credit, because again, you know, I let's say you have a, a square card, a little little cube thing mm-hmm. for, and this is how you're selling me the gnome because you're you're pretty young. You're not gonna want me to write you a check. No. So you have your little cube thing connected to your phone. I'm gonna slow. I'm gonna swipe my card on your mm-hmm. little device, but I know that I don't get paid until tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So I don't have the money today, but I know I'll have it tomorrow. I'm gonna run my card as credit. Mm-hmm. which also charges you a fee yeah. as as a business owner. I always ask anytime I go someplace, especially if it's a small business, I always ask them, what's better for you? Sometimes they don't care and they say, no, whatever, you can run it as credit. But a lot of times debit is better for them. So I will run my card as debit, put in my pin code, blah, blah, blah. My money is deducted automatically, it's instantaneously. But I don't have the money <laughs> to pay for this note because it's super expensive. So, but I'm gonna have the money tomorrow. So I swipe my card, I hit credit. It doesn't require me to put in a pin, but it is gonna ask for my signature. It'll take a couple days for the bank to, for your bank to request the money from me. Mm-hmm. And so that gives me a little bit of a cushion <laughs> to actually get my money into my account. I usually run my card as debit because it helps me balance my checkbook. Now, cause it's instantaneous usually, yes. right? Like yes. you'll show up like, uh, when I'm looking at the, uh, app for the bank account mm-hmm. that I don't have. Um, <laughs> I can see even if the charge is still pending, mm-hmm. you can see like it's been deducted from my, it's kind of like a running total. Yes. It helps you keep that running total. Correct. That way you don't see later, like something shows up on your account and you're like, dang, what is? That? I totally forgot that I paid yes. for that $500 gnome. <laughs> yes. And then that $500 gnome is taking money that I had already earmarked for something else. Budgeted. Yes. Yeah. That's why I usually run it as debit. You can also, when you run it as debit, like let's say I go to the grocery store and I am buying groceries Mm -hmm. and I know that I owe my friend $20. Uh Uh-oh, I borrowed some money and I owe them $20. Now I have two options to get that money because all my money, I don't carry cash anymore. It's a bad habit. I agree. Whatever. It's dirty. It is. And it's all the money under my mattress gets washed like (laughs) in the washing machine. (laughs) And all the coins are speak and span and shined. Anyways, so I have to give my friend $20. So I have some options here. I don't carry cash. So I have to either I have to get it out of my bank somehow. So I could write my friend a personal check. You could. But why would I do that? That's rude. (laughs) Also, you probably don't have checks lying around. I I don't. I well, I do, but I don't use them. They're so old. They're like from I would just five years ago straight up shred. Them. I know I should. Or I can go to the ATM, mm-hmm. but my bank is in San Antonio. So in order to go to an ATM that um, isn't going to charge me a fee, I have to drive like there's one um, in Summerwood. So I can go there, but I'm that's inconvenient for me. I'm already at the grocery store. So guess what? There's a third option. I can pay for my groceries with my debit card and ask for cash back. So when you go into the grocery store and you swipe your card or insert your card with the little yeah. chip thingy and you put in your pin number mm-hmm. or whatever, you can choose like, okay, I'm gonna add $20 yep. onto this on top yep. of the $40 that I paid for groceries because right. I want that $20 bill. Exactly. And there is no fee and to do no. it that way. So I, <laughs> I'm i avoiding the ATM fee by doing that. So, yes. you know, that's, that's another reason why I like to use debit um, at, places because I just, I have the option to do that. I don't always do that, but that's how that works as far as your debit card, Mm -hmm. which is just a fancy electronic check. 
if when you think about it, it's at the end of the day. Yeah, kind of instantaneous. Yeah. It's, it's more secure than checks. It is. It's harder to steal a debit card. Also, I think so. there are protections in place, like mm -hmm. a PIN number. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now we've talked a little bit about checking accounts, and hopefully that makes sense, mm -hmm. right? But how do I get a checking account? Though? Okay. Like, I know so, what it is. Yeah. But so like, okay, you, I, I'm convinced you sold me. <laughs> you need one of these. I need one of those. <laughs> For your gnome business. Okay, so you're going to go to... My like, mattress is so lumpy <laughs> from all the money that I have. From <laughs> all these ridiculously overpriced gnomes that you're selling <laughs> to have like just poor, poor, unsuspecting souls. <laughs> Listen, they're customized, okay? So what you're going to do is you're going to, we already discussed the different types of banks. You're mm -hmm. going to go to a retail bank. That's what makes most sense for you because you're just the regular Joe Schmo. You don't have anything super fancy that you need to do. You're going to go to the bank. You're going to go to a retail bank and you're going to say, I need to open up a bank account. And they're going to say, okay, let's see some identification to prove who you are. And you can present a driver's license, an ID. Sometimes they'll require a utility bill, such as an electricity bill or a water bill, but not all the time. Most of the time your ID or your license will work. And if you don't have one of those, I'm sure you can ask, like, yes. what else do yeah. I, what else can I present? Because, um, and they'll work with you on that. Mm -hmm. Now, Investopedia, dot com <laughs> who is not sponsoring this but is pretty awesome they have um some they have an education tab on their page and you can actually do research about which bank works for you so um, they have a lot of reviews for different retail banks so if you are confused and you just you still don't know bank of america versus chase versus wells fargo who am i going to go with we're not here to recommend anybody that's not our job i don't have the no knowledge to do that but investopedia has some reviews some consumer reviews and some professional reviews of people in the financial business so you can go there and read some more about that but usually they're all going to require some form of identification okay so you go to the bank mm -hmm. you provided your id mm -hmm. and now you've opened your bank account yeah. right but they're going to ask you possibly nicole would you like to open a savings account would i <laughs> Do you know what a savings account is? Uh. <laughs> okay, so do you really need a savings account? What is a savings account? What is this all about? It's really up to you as far as if you're gonna need one or not. A savings account is a type of bank account mm -hmm. that accrues interest. Oh, okay. Interest is a, basically the bank is paying you for the use of the money that's in your savings account. Okay, what are they using it for? <laughs> to pay those loans. Remember how we said at the beginning that the bank kind of pools all the money together and then mm -hmm. they can create loans and uh, let people borrow money off mm -hmm. of the pool? In order to do that, they're going to, if you have a savings account, they'll give you a little bit of money because you're keeping the money in that account. So okay. a savings account is not meant to be a long-term uh account that will accrue a lot of interest it's meant for short-term sort of like emergency situations okay. so think of it as saving for a rainy day mm -hmm. okay or you want to buy a car so you're going to put your money into this little interest mm -hmm. uh, or into this little savings account you're going to the bank is going to pay you a little bit of interest depending on how much money you have in it they'll pay you a little bit for keeping it there because they know you're not going to automatically turn around and take it all out yeah. So instead of, think of it as your mattress, yes. but at the bank. But at the bank, yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's your... Less it's, lumpy. Yeah, less lumpy for you. So you're saving the money not under your mattress. You're saving it into your savings account. Because kind you're, of like 
a piggy bank, if you yes. had that when you were a child. Yes, um, I did that, not, but yes. <laughs> well, mine wasn't a piggy, it was a dolphin, because um, <laughs> I was obsessed with dolphins when I was younger. But Lisa like, Frank much? <laughs> no, I didn't like Lisa Frank. She was too colorful. I love it. I was like, it's an explosion for my eyeballs. <laughs> um, okay, so the, like, think of it as like a piggy bank, mm -hmm. but like the piggy bank kind of gives you a little bit extra on top of that. Yes. Thank you for using me. Here's some money. Yeah. Depending on how much you have in. So again, you're going to use the savings account as a way to save money for purchases later on. There are some limitations mm -hmm. on a savings account though. Because the bank wants you to keep the money in there, <laughs> they restrict how many times you're able to withdraw or at, you know take your money out of this account. Up to April 2020, the amount that you could borrow or take out withdraw from your savings account monthly was six. So six times. Mm -hmm. After that, the, the bank has the right to charge you a fee mm -hmm. for taking money out of the, that account more often. So you really don't want to use your savings account as your everyday use me money. It really is meant for savings, <laughs> like it sounds. Your checking account, because that is more... That's your spending account. Like I said, you're going to get a slight amount of interest on your account and some banks are gonna provide you with a better interest rate than others for their savings accounts. Again, check Investopedia because they actually have a whole set of articles about, basically it's a guide to savings accounts. So you can compare, contrast the interest rates and the benefits, pros and cons of certain accounts against each other. It's just a very, very helpful tool to have. For example, when I was way back when I was a baby and I opened up my first checking account, I, because I was, I think maybe the first time I opened it and I was 16. So it's a, it's a children's account, basically. I don't know, if, I think banks still do this for, for kids, but you open up a children's account and they combined it with a savings account because they're trying to teach children that it's a good idea to save for rainy days. You know, you don't, you don't never, you never know what's gonna happen. So. I opened up the checking account and I had to put, I think it was like $25 in each in order to keep the accounts open. I just went with the bank that my parents told me to go to because that was their bank. But you don't have to do that. You should do a little bit of research and find out, you know, which bank has the things that you're looking for, which one's gonna work better for you. It is a very, it's a personal, I guess, decision. And Investopedia really does a good job of putting all the information in one place. But you might not know and it's confusing. So when you first start looking into this, you really do, it's nice to have one place where you can go and it compares all of them and all the information is black and white. And Investopedia does not make like money no. off of no. Bank of America does not slip them a $5 bill and Correct. be like, hey, make us sound good. Yeah, it's not a pack. No. <laughs> <laughs> you can go there, read about the different, you know, reviews for different banks and find out which savings account is going to be best for you. Okay. So again, savings account, it's really up to you, but it is a, a virtual piggy bank. Okay. Yeah. That pays you, yeah, a little bit for keeping the money there. So I have uh, my checking account. Mm -hmm. I have mm -hmm. my savings account, mm -hmm. but you know what, Gabby, I, uh, I need a little bit more money so that I can get some supplies for my gnome business um, than I have in my checking account. Mm -hmm. So like, is you there wanna, a way... You don't want to write a hot check? Yeah, I, I don't want to write a hot check. I don't want to oh, like spend more money than, you know, I have. Okay. Like, what, what do I do to get that, to get that, you know, I have to make, I have to pay my wholesaler like 
several hundred dollars for my gnomes. <laughs> you and your gnomes. Okay. <laughs> so let's go ahead and talk about this option called credit. Okay. What is what is credit? Okay. So credit generally means two things.、Mm -hmm. Credit can mean the contract or agreement where one party, the bank,、mm -hmm. for example, provides something of value. Either a service or a good for the promise from the other party, you,、mm -hmm. to pay at a later date. Okay. Many、so、times, many times with interest. So I don't have money right now to pay my wholesaler. That's、mm -hmm. my problem. Right. But I need these gnome. I got a huge gnome order. Right. That I really need to fill.、Mm -hmm. So I can open a line of credit with my bank, and like they will give me money to purchase these gnomes from my wholesaler, so I can fill this order. Yes, but、um, I have to pay them. When I pay them back, they're going to charge me a little bit more. Correct. So I buy, I get like a thousand dollars for these gnomes,、mm -hmm. and then you're taking out、me. a line of credit for a thousand dollars. Yes, and off of that thousand dollars, there is an interest rate that's added. There, there an interest rate that you can find out when you apply for the card or for the line of credit, and it will tell you exactly how much they will charge annually per certain amount. I might end up paying. I get one thousand dollars, but over time, I'm able to pay that back. But I might end up paying like a hundred and or a thousand and five, something like that. Something yeah, like depending that. depending. That's on a how, really low rate. Yeah, that is a very low rate. That's amazing. So, the most common form of credit when we、mm -hmm. go back to this definition of credit, which is one person giving something, another person promising to pay for that later on.、Mm -hmm. The most common form that most people are familiar with is a credit card. But you can also purchase large things on credit. Like think auto loans, mortgages. Nobody has like a hundred thousand dollars under their mattress. I'm sure some people do, but、um, we don't.、Yep. You have more money than I do, obviously, under your lumpy gnome mattress because <laughs> you're very, these, very lumpy. <laughs> these bespoke gnomes, but yeah, normal. You know, not everybody. Most people are not going to have that much money laying about. No, lines of credit are a way for people to make up the difference in what they have、right. and what they need to have. Because I need, I need those gnomes now. Yeah, but I know that I'm going to make enough money in the future to continue to pay off. It's just like you know, like I don't have a thousand dollars right now at this right. very moment. And we're we're going to talk a little bit more about responsibility、yeah. when it comes to credit. So the other form of credit is the trustworthiness of an individual or、uh -huh. a company in paying back. Those agreements or contracts. So this is、mm. going to be a prediction, basically, of how often you will pay back this money. So let me let me the the phrase having good versus bad credit comes from this definition of credit. Oh, okay. okay. So the better you are at keeping this contract or promise to pay back what you borrow, gives you good credit. While not paying these contracts back gives you bad credit. It is an indication of how trustworthy you are. Financial institutions will use this credit, and、I'm、so doing... I can call up my like if I need to get this loan, I can call、mm -hmm. up my buddy Julio and be like, Hey Julio, remember how I always pay you back when you pay for lunch?、Mm -hmm. Like tell the bank that. Well, no, <laughs> sort of, but no. It works like that, I guess, in theory. But we'll go back to that. Okay. One last thing that credit could mean is an increase to your assets. 
Oh, okay. Uh, so think on your money and account versus a debit, which is a decrease. So uh -huh. remember debit card? A debit card literally means that I'm deducting oh, okay. that amount from your from so your. So that's it seems like this word credit. We're using it in three different ways. Correct. So either it's credit like I'm borrowing money, mm -hmm. like it's credit like my literal reputation Correct. for yes. borrowing money and paying it back. Because anybody can borrow money, but it's how good are you at paying it back? And all that's in a Julio says I'm great at paying <laughs> And then there's credit, like like money that goes into my account, correct? Versus debit, which is when money goes out of my account, correct? But you specifically asked about getting. I need which one of those do I use when I need to get money for my gnomes? Well, which one do you think you would need? <laughs> um. Well, okay. I guess I would need all three because I need money from mm -hmm. the bank. Mm -hmm. I have a good reputation according to Julio. <laughs> and then I also need money going into my account. Right. Right. You need, you need that credit to, yeah. your, to your account. Before you can do that, you need to kind of know where it comes from. Okay. Right. So where are you going to get this money? Yeah. Maybe, where am I going to get this? Can Julio give it to you? Uh, no. <laughs> he already asked me. He said no. Yeah. Uh, he left me on red. So. <laughs> okay. So the most common place to receive credit is from a banking institution. Okay. So you can actually, now that you've opened your checking account and mm -hmm. your savings account, maybe you can ask your bank. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you can ask them. Again, common forms of banking credit are going to be car loans, mm -hmm. mortgages, personal loans, and lines of credit. Mm -hmm. Okay, the most common type of bank line of credit is going to be a credit card. We're going to talk a little bit about these other options in a minute. Another way that you can receive credit is by receiving a good or service from a retailer. So think about, you know, going to Best Buy and you want to buy your, what do you, what is it hot right now? Everybody wants to buy from Best Buy. Like a PlayStation? Yeah. That oh yeah, thing. I guess you could buy yeah, a PlayStation. like a Playbox. <laughs> I, always say, I always say that to make people mad. <laughs> So you're gonna buy the new PS5, right? Isn't mm -hmm. that what we're on, the iteration that we're on? But you don't have any money because you've been putting all your money into your known business. Yeah. But you really want a PS5. I do. Right? So you can buy it on credit. Okay. What does that mean? Uh, they give me money to buy it. Well, yeah. They, so the, and it's just free money, right? No, it's not free money. Oh. <laughs> you're eventually going to have to pay it back. Oh. So you're going to pay it because how much is this PS5? Like 400 like Yeah, something. It's a gnome. Yeah, it's a whole gnome. <laughs> it's a gnome. So you're going to, you are promising Best Buy that you will pay back this yeah. ridiculously overpriced, not gnome this time, but a PS5. It, and I don't think you understand. The PS5 <laughs> has 4K ultra graphics. I don't know what that means. You can play Spider-Man on it as, but it's like Miles Morales Spider-Man. Okay. <laughs> so I don't think you understand. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but you are promising Best Buy is going to give you a PS5 and you're promising Best Buy to pay them back. But guess what? They're going to charge you some interest on that because okay. you don't have the cash, but they're they're kind of helping you out here by yeah. doing that. So you're going to need to pay a little bit more than the $500 on your PS5. It's actually going to be a lot of bit more. Yeah. Because yeah. it's pretty high. Like the retail, re retail establishments like this, but not retail banks, but like establishments yes. like Best Buy when you open mm -hmm. up a, a Sears. Forever 21, I think, has a card too. Oh, God. That's ridiculous. Google, Apple, places like that. Mm -hmm. They're going to charge a lot more interest than mm -hmm. your bank will. Yeah. Okay. So... How do you establish credit? Because mm -hmm. remember, if you go to your bank and you say, hi, bank, my name is Nicole. I have a bank account with you. I have a savings account with you. Can I have a credit card? Mm -hmm. The bank isn't, has no obligation to you to say yes. Oh. Okay. So sorry. So you have to prove to the bank 
that you can, that you are, that you can have some credit. So it's. And my friend Julio, like, won't, won't work. No, no, no. He can't. Yeah, Julio can't go to the bank and say, Nicole's cool, man. Give her some money. No, that's not going to (laughs) work. It is very difficult to establish credit Mm -hmm. without using it. Um, So that's kind of, it sounds kind of like a nice, like, you know, counterintuitive or whatever. It doesn't seem very smart. (laughs) And and I know we've been talking about it, but about being responsible with it, but you do have to use it. Again, finding out which credit card is going to work best for you is a lot of research. Mm -hmm. And just because you have one bank for your checking your savings doesn't necessarily mean that you have to use them to get a credit card. No. So do some research. Investopedia, again has a great section on comparing the pros and cons of different banks and their credit cards that they offer, including what interest rates they offer, benefits. So just be aware, you gotta do some research. Investopedia has a great section comparing all of them. Okay, so you use it and you pay it back on time. That's how you establish good credit. Okay, so So I have to get credit first. Yes, before you can use it. And I have to pay it back on time. So this will show that you're able to use the credit and pay it back as promised. It's important to protect your credit. Okay. So don't, what, what I mean by that is your bank said, yes, Nicole, mm-hmm. you can have, you know, you, you don't have a lot of credit, but you're pretty, you've been with us for a while. So we'll go ahead and open this, but it's not going to be a lot. It's probably going to be $500, but that's maybe all you need to pay for your mm-hmm. gnome nonsense. <laughs> you use your credit card and you bought your gnome purchases and you paid it back because you, you remember you had a windfall. These gnomes sold like hotcakes. Yeah. And so you were able to pay back. Listen, these are high quality notes. (laughs) You were able to pay back what you borrowed plus the interest and you paid it on time. So that that's a plus in your credit column because now you have taken out a line of credit. You've used it responsibly and you've paid it back on time. So I have a good reputation with the bank, not just with Julio. Correct. Yeah, exactly. And the good thing is that the bank is not the only people looking at this credit. Well, I mean, it's good and it's bad. All financial institutions are going to use the credit as a determining factor of your trustworthiness when it comes to... Your reputation (laughs) with regards to your credit will precede you. Yes. So what does that mean to protect your credit? So let's let's talk a little bit about that. Um, Your credit worthiness is used by creditors. Again, sir. A creditor is those willing to provide you with credit (laughs) to decide how likely you are to pay back or fulfill the terms of the contract. Okay. Because your credit worthiness is used to determine if you can obtain future credit, it's a good idea to be as responsible with it as you can. So you using it for your business Mm is a great use of your credit because you're using it and you're paying it back. You're not just going out and you're not purchasing earrings to wear while you sell your gnomes. Um, that you don't need those earrings. Yeah. Or yeah. I'm not like buying five spies. Yeah, exactly. You're not, you know, just using it to use it. You yeah. have your checking account for that instead. So, well, I have my everyday expenses, like mm-hmm. my groceries and my bills mm-hmm. and things like that. And, you know, I I pay for it. I pay for those that way. I don't like pay my rent on my credit card. Correct. For something or something that I know I will not be able to pay back. Like a $10,000 drone yeah. so that I can take cool pictures of yards <laughs> that I put notes in. Yeah. Things like that that yeah. are not smart business purchases. Correct. Or even just like stuff like I don't pay for like $300 shoes on credit. No. I wait until I buy affordable shoes on credit. <laughs> um, but that's part of building my credit is yes. like I make some purchases. Right. Uh, when I got my first credit card, I would pay i would 
buy something like $25 a month and I would pay for gas with my credit card. And that was the only thing I paid for. Yep. But I would always, at the end of the month, pay that credit card off Correct. in full. Yep. Which which is how I built my credit. The, that my that my very first credit card was a Chevron card. Yeah, and I so it was just and so the Chevron card doesn't work anywhere else. Like the gas card was a, another way for me just to keep making those responsible um, decisions about my credit, using it and then paying it off in full. That's a really big deal. Yeah, <laughs> buying thousands of dollars on credit it can sound fun. Like who doesn't, right? Like I love retail therapy but i i really want that term yeah. <laughs> yeah but remember that you will need to pay this back eventually so not paying it back or saying yolo is going to make it very difficult to borrow on credit in the future credit is not something you want to go like and look like uh, that's a problem for future nicole yeah this no. is a problem for present nicole yes. like future nicole is going to have to face the consequences of that ten thousand dollar drone yeah. purchase exactly because think about being ready to buy a car Mm -hmm. um, but not being able to get a car loan. Like you have some money saved aside to buy your car, but you want like a slightly nicer car. And so you're gonna, you want to ask your bank for some, to make up the difference. Like we were yeah. talking about, that's the whole point of a car loan. But the bank is gonna say, uh, no, your credit is terrible. Remember all that retail therapy you were enjoying? Well, this is the consequence. And you don't want to be in that position where you really need this car and you can't buy it because of that. So what's a loan? <sighs> so it's a line of credit. Mm -hmm. Where how is it different from the wait? I thought we were already talking about lines of credit with like the credit cards and stuff. Yes. How is this different than those? With your credit card, when you apply for that credit card, the bank is going to say, Nicole, we've looked at your credit mm -hmm. and we talked to Julio. No, just kidding. They didn't talk to Julio. They looked at your credit and they said, you know what? We think that based on how much you make, because mm -hmm. you do have to fill that in usually on an application for credit. Hey, I work here. Yeah. And I make this much money. Because that affects how much you're able to Correct. pay each Correct. month. So they're going to look at that. They're going to look at how well you've paid back other um, mm -hmm. lines of credit. And if this is your first one, okay, well, maybe you don't have any, but we know you work so you can pay something. But they're going to determine that you only have enough credit to for a $1,000 credit card. You really okay. needed it for 2000 but it's okay. You're going to take that thousand and you're going to be responsible and you're going to show them little by little that you are able to handle that credit card and maybe eventually they'll bump it up because mm -hmm. that's, you know, the establishing more credit. That, like I said, you have a thousand dollar limit on that. So you can use that credit card up to that thousand dollars. And once you pay it down, then you can fill it back up to a thousand. So think of it as a cup. <laughs> so like I have this cup, it holds eight ounces. Mm -hmm. So I can't overfill it with eight ounces because then like that money is just like, or that, that water is just going to pour out. Correct. Right. Mm -hmm. So, but like maybe if, you know, I pay it, I take little sips and mm -hmm. then I put more in it mm -hmm. and like I keep it at a good amount, good level, safe level. Um, I might be able to get a bigger cup. A bigger cup. <laughs> yeah. Like that a, I can a then. A big gulp. <laughs> yeah, a big gulp cup and, you know, work my way up so that from this little, like the small size yeah. to like a large, like yep. whatever. Like a Trenta. Like, yeah, Trenta. <laughs> yes. So that's how a credit card works. Now, yeah. a personal loan is not a revolving line of credit. What that means so is So it's that not like a cup. It's not. It is a one time. Think of it as So a, they just hand me like a water bottle. Yeah. Or like a plastic, like one use. Yes. It's not like your big gold where no. you can wash it and use it again and again and again, as long as you take care of it. Right. right. 
this um it, it, it's a styrofoam cup <laughs> <laughs> styrofoam is bad don't ever purchase anything that is styrofoam but this line of credit this personal loan is or this loan is a disposable cup okay in this metaphor okay you can use it one time you pay it back and then it's done the contract has been fulfilled on both ends both the bank or the whatever financial institution gave you the loan and you who have now paid it back so it's not like you know when i go <clears throat> to like popeyes and i ask like i'm like hey okay I want a large drink mm -hmm. and they give, I fill it up at the machine and mm -hmm. then I go and sit down and like eat and drink my <laughs> cup and then I can go and refill it at the machine. Correct. Like that's like a credit card. That's a credit card. Yeah. So this is more like a no free refills policy. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. It's like, it's like one of those restaurants where you go and instead of giving you like free refills where you can, you know, they have a pitcher of whatever the drink is and they refill it. No, it's the one can okay that's how a person that's how a loan works your credit card like i said you applied for it and it was only a thousand dollars so it's not enough now your known business is growing mm -hmm. and you need to make a really large purchase of supplies because right. you are you are you know someone has just ordered a thousand gnomes a credit card is probably because it's only at a thousand dollar limit, right? And you yeah. can't go any higher. That's not good. It's probably not or the best. Or that's not enough for me. Yeah, it's probably not the best use of your credit. Mm -hmm. So there are, again, so we, we talked about loans. You can take out a loan. So the loan is gonna help you make up that difference. Okay. Okay. The different types of loans that there are, um, and I'm just gonna touch on a few of them. There's some common ones are student loans. Student loans are going to be lines of credit specifically for the purpose of paying for higher education. Another common type of loan, which most people have heard about, are car loans. These are strictly for the purchase of vehicles. So obviously, because it's a car loan. <laughs> and it's secured against the car you intend to buy. So what does that mean? So it means that the car is used as collateral for the loan. What is collateral? So, okay, yeah. <laughs> that means that if you decide that you're not gonna pay your car loan this month because you're just like, I went and- I bought that drone. <laughs> yeah. So the bank or the financial institute can take the car back as a consequence. So now because you bought a, a drone that you didn't necessarily need, you have lost your car, which was integral to your business. Yeah, now I can't <laughs> deliver my numbs. <laughs> yeah. But I have the drone though. Yeah, okay. But I deliver. really would rather have the car. <laughs> Correct. So this is very, very bad for your credit to do that kind of thing, to default or not pay your car note, right? Why is that? Well, I mean like, it's kind of like, you know, if my buddy Julio, like I borrowed 20 bucks from him mm -hmm. and then I borrowed 20 more and then I borrowed 20 more and eventually Julio is going to look at me and be like, no, I'm not going to give you any money because yep. you never pay me back. Exactly. So the bank is going to be the same way. Like you mm -hmm. didn't pay back this car loan and we had to take it back from you and then resell it so yep. that we could kind of remake some of this loss. Some of them. Yeah. So that's exactly, you're exactly right. Um, who's going to want to lend you money if you can't pay back what you promised you're going to pay back? No one. That's, that's the end of that. It's easier to get approved and have pretty good lending terms for a car loan if your credit is good. Even people with not so great credit though can, can borrow. So a car loan is a great way to establish some credit um, because they will pretty much give to anybody. Now, the better your credit is, the better your interest rate is gonna be. So how and much- In this case, we mean lower. Yes, lower, sorry. And the- worse that your credit is than the higher that mm -hmm. the interest rate is going to be 
So if I go to the dealership, mm -hmm. Gabby, mm -hmm. I'm looking for a van for my known business. <laughs> and I find a van. It's perfect. It's like $10,000. Okay. So I've asked the bank for $10,000. Okay. So that's your principal. Right. Mm -hmm. And then they're going to charge me extra mm -hmm. to loan as like a fee mm -hmm. to loan that money. Right? right. Right. Which is called... The annual percentage rate or yes. the APR. Yes. So that is going to be the amount that they'll charge you based off the principal. Mm -hmm. So based on how much you're asking for, they're going to multiply that by your interest rate. And then that's how much in a year the fee that you'll have to pay on top of your on top of your initial request, like your initial request or principal. So is that added to like like after I pay them ten thousand dollars, they're gonna charge me the same amount of money, like or that annual percentage rate at the end after I pay off the initial it's ten thousand dollars. Added and included in your monthly payment. Oh yeah. So you pay as you go kind of thing. Okay, so remember the car was a collateral. Yeah. So if I don't pay that monthly payment, correct. Like they're gonna take your car. <laughs> they're gonna take my van away. Yeah. So usually vehicle loans have lower interest rates. Mm-hmm than say a personal loan okay because like they can take the car back correct um usually you do have to pay a down payment to secure the loan well that lowers your interest rate right sometimes it does or that lowers the well it lowers your principal so it lowers the amount that you're so initially if I put down like for. if if the bank and i go halfsies on this van <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like and we both pay five thousand mm dollars -hmm. that's a lot less that i have to pay back to the bank yes. and less interest yes. that I will end up Yeah, paying. because now instead of your your total interest over the life of the loan or mm -hmm. however long you have this loan, instead of it being based off of $10,000, now it's only based off of $5,000. Because it's a percentage. Right. Now, auto loans have fixed installments, which um, are agreed upon when you apply and are approved for the loan. So what that means is that you, uh, so you apply and are approved for a loan where your payment is $300, for example. It'll, it won't fluctuate. You won't be surprised. One month it's $300 and then all of a sudden the next month it's $500 for this van, for this known business. Every, then that, that'll help you keep in mind what you need to pay. Okay. okay. Yeah, I can budget around this $300 Correct. payment. Correct. Right? Yes. So that's that's the car loan, okay? So remember, lower interest rates done generally, sometimes you'll have to pay a down payment down and the installments are agreed upon initially and they don't fluctuate, okay? Now, the last pretty common form of loan is a personal loan. Mm -hmm. So it can be used to purchase anything, including mm -hmm. a car. So technically, you could take out a car loan or you could purchase a car using a personal loan. Mm -hmm. Now, um, it can be secured against something of value or more commonly, but more commonly it's unsecured. So remember your car was secure, your car loan was secured against your car, right? Mm -hmm. They can take it back if you don't decide to pay it. Unsecured loans don't have anything that are used as collateral. And so because of that, they charge higher interest rates. So good credit helps secure a yes to your application and pretty good terms. Generally, people with poor credit aren't approved for personal, for personal loans. So probably not a way to establish credit. So, so it's, it's important to know you don't start off default with good credit. No. You, you start off with poor credit, yes. default, yes. Uh, which is why you have to build it, right? Correct, yeah. They, and like I said, they usually have higher interest rates. So you really don't want to use a personal loan as a way to establish credit. There are other ways to do it. 
the amount of your personal loan is given to you in a lump sum and can be used for anything you want. So weddings, home improvements, vacations, gnome vans, whatever. Like, I don't know about anybody in the audience, but you receive a lot of like spam mail that's like, you're pre-approved for $1,500 or something mm -hmm. like that. And you're like, dang, $1,500 sounds really good right now. Yeah. Those are, that's gonna be a really high interest rate yep. that you have to pay back. Like it's not gonna be necessarily- It's not free money. <laughs> no, it's not free Loans money. Loans are not free money. Lines of credit are not free it's money. It's actually very lucrative money yes. for the company. Yeah. One more thing about personal loans is that they have set repayment periods. So we're gonna talk in terms of months for this. So 12 months, 24 months, 36, et cetera. The longer the term of the loan, the less you pay per month, but the more you pay in interest over the total life of the loan. If you are able to pay off your personal loan in two years versus paying it off in four years, that's better. Because remember, your interest is a fee that's charged on every single payment, every single month until you pay back your loan. Obviously, if you pay it back faster, there's less months where you're gonna have to be paying an interest rate. And it's kind of like, you know, if you loan money or if you you borrow money from your friend and you're like, hey, I'll pay you back on Friday and you're able to pay them back on Monday, hey, your friend's gonna be like, hey, cool. Like, and that's the same way with the with the bank. But not just that, just think about, I mean, every, like we've already been saying, uh, you have your loan business mm -hmm. and you're eventually maybe gonna buy a house. You know, you want mm -hmm. you don't wanna live in an apartment forever. You wanna eventually own something that's yours. Uh, so you need that credit to establish that. So the better that you are at protecting it and being responsible with it, the better it's gonna be for future Nicole. Mm -hmm. You gotta think about future Nicole. I gotta think about future Nicole <laughs> and like her crazy dog lady aspirations. <laughs> I don't wanna be a crazy cat lady, but I do yeah. wanna have Some several, dogs. like Some at dogs. least three. <laughs> But, so, is, and I need a, I need a yard for that. Yeah, yeah, you do. So you, your credit needs, you need to have pretty decent credit in order mm -hmm. to do that because you're not only will you get more money, but the terms will be better. You know, you're, you're going to have lower interest rate. Hopefully I won't have to have a um, co-signer co-signer, which yeah. is, we didn't uh, even talk about that, but yeah, co-signer. So that's yeah. one of the ways. Okay. So when a, a company, you come up to a company, this is a lot of, uh, a lot of the time uh, it'll be required for like your student loans. Mm -hmm. If you're young, you haven't paid anything. Back. Sometimes on your car loan. Your Sometimes very first on your car loan. Like my, my first car loan, yep. I had to have my parents as a co-signer. Yep, me co too. Basically like the co-signer is somebody who will like. Is guaranteeing. Get, basically saying, okay, well, I know that <laughs> Nicole has not paid a whole lot of loans back and mm -hmm. she doesn't really have a good reputation because remember your credit starts off as you having at zero <laughs> at zero yeah so you have to build that up and yeah. nicole hasn't done this before but mm -hmm. my dad can come in and say listen if she doesn't pay it i will mm -hmm. and like bank's gonna be like okay if you're willing to take that responsibility let's go ahead and give her the money mm -hmm. and so they will take that into account yep. when like if you have a cosigner and the cosigner has good credit, mm -hmm. they will take that into account when giving you money. Yep. Because this person is basically vouching for you. Yeah. And now remember though, on the flip side of that, let's say that you've done a really good job of, you know, taking care of your credit and mm -hmm. you're, you know, just a couple of years down the line. I have my little credit like succulent. Yeah. And it is thriving. Yes. <laughs> you don't want, what you don't want to do is just willy nilly yeah. co-sign for someone else. My buddy Julio comes up to me and he's yeah. like, hey, I need this $10,000 drone. And I'm like, yeah, sure, Julio. And then like, then Julio doesn't decide like to, doesn't want to pay. Yeah. And does not pay. And he takes a drone. So now you're <laughs> out of drone and you have to pay back $10,000 that you have no benefit from. Yeah. 
nothing in that scenario was good for you. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that wasn't like a smart decision. No, for me. it was not. So just be aware that you being agreeing to be a co-signer is a very big responsibility. You are saying if this person isn't responsible, I will take care of it. That's kind of the thing. Like my parents only co-signed with me because they know where I live. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And usually, usually it's very common for, I think, a parent to help their child establish credit to be that first co-signer. And it's because, again, like you said, they know where you live. They know that you have a job. They're going to encourage you not to quit that job. When... As my mom says, <laughs> I brought you into this world. Yeah. I will take you out. Yeah. So like your parents have a little bit more authority over you yeah. than like I have over my buddy Julio. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, Julio owes you nothing and you don't know where he lives because he lives in a van down by the river. So... Yeah. <laughs> so... um... And that's basically everything that I had. It is. Yeah, we're, oh, we're wow. at the end. So I hope that made sense and I hope it wasn't too jumbled. This is my first time doing research for a podcast. So I hope I don't have to do it again. <laughs> I just want to make you do this so you understand how much, how difficult it is. I already knew how difficult it was. You have like a vein that stands out on your head when we're. <laughs> do I really? No. Okay. But I can tell you're not super zen sometimes <laughs> when, you're, when you're, it's a lot of work. But we're hoping that it makes sense that it's a value to you. Again, remember this is, what does that even mean? And it's an adulting 101 podcast mm -hmm. aimed for young adults, mm -hmm. but Anybody, we've been watching the stats know, honestly, and you guys are all all ages and we love you, so. Honestly, nobody knows the answers to these questions, no, like off no. the top of their head. No, and hello, I had to research and yeah. I'm a, a functioning, <laughs> semi-functioning adult yeah. who has a checking <laughs> savings account. I don't know I have, I've taken out every single one of these types of loans. <laughs> <laughs> including the mortgage loan, which we didn't really talk about, but it's just because well, we're, we're, we're thinking maybe no you're not offense, as... but I'm assuming that like most of our target audience is yeah, not worried exactly, about their mortgage. Exactly. So, you know, <laughs> if you decide to take out a mortgage, you want an episode dedicated to mortgages, please reach out or to just us. Home ownership in general, <laughs> Yeah. which like we, we would really not, we would really have to research hard. Yeah, we we might have to bring in Chris on that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Our Chris, financial guru. Chris, an adult, an actual an adult. Yeah, like a real adult. Um, <laughs> Next episode or, is going to be college. College. Yeah. So it's, please tune in for that. God. It's going to be a doozy. Uh, well, we're going to talk about how do I get in? How do I pay for it? And what do I do while I'm there? But uh, so that was, what does that even mean? Yeah. Finances edition. Mm -hmm. So hope that made sense. We hope you and liked it. Support Nicole's quality gnomes. <laughs> Bespoke gnomes. Available search Nicole's quality gnomes on Etsy. And you too can own a bespoke gnome. That's not true. Um, none of that is true. She doesn't none of even, this is true. I'm sure she doesn't even like gnomes. I, I mean, I think it's kind of funny because it's like, I think it would be really funny to have a gnome around here because I could just put it, hide it places in the yeah. stacks and <laughs> it's scare like a, a you. Show. Yeah. yeah, you would. I would yeah, do it. Would. I would scare you. You would because I scare easily anyways. Uh, okay. So how do you, um, if you do want to contact us, how do we, how do they do that? Uh, well, you can use smoke signals, but there's probably, we're not <laughs> more efficient not way to do that. Uh, ham radio. Um, <laughs> you can find us on social media, uh, on Facebook and Instagram at, uh, in Spanish, it's the arroba. Arroba. Yes. <laughs> uh, I can't roll my arts, but it's the little at symbol Octavia Fields Library. And on Twitter, we are at Octavia Fields. You can also find us on Anchor and Spotify. What does that even mean? You can't comment on those, but you can listen no, to our can other listen. episodes. Yes. Which are about elections and mm -hmm. registering to vote. Yep. 
Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to our friends group, yes, uh, the Friends of the Octavia Fields Library, for sponsoring this podcast. And thank you to our overseas listeners. I'm super excited about that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we have international <laughs> listeners. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. It's going to be some German person who just, like, Probably. accidentally clicked on this. Whatever. Like... I'm still super excited. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>